0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Daily High Five Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. Uh, we don't have an Aaron today, but we have a Joe. And we have a That's Chuck, me. And uh we are the dynamic duo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do that, that new intro. What's the new intro? I don't know. Didn't you just
1: write something down on your
0: that was for phone? Instagram? Oh, That was his Instagram to to promote that we are live. We are live. We are live. Yeah.
1: What's up to the folks out there? What do we got here?
0: Tim Perry, Larry, Victor, Marv. What's up, Marv? What's up, Ask Matt? (laughs) Anxiously awaiting, aren't we all? Michael, what's going on? Everyday Jay UK Spawn is in the house. What is going on? What's up, what's up, everyone? Right. Um, All right. well what did I do? What did I do? I don't know. (laughs) We're getting crazy. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Um uh, there's a there's a lot going on. I know I had a great weekend, went to a wedding yesterday. Uh, if you saw my Instagram story, there's a little shot of me and my cousin. My little cousin. It's so funny to call her my little cousin because she's like, you know, 15 years younger than me, <laughs> but she's like an adult. She's a total adult. Right. So, um, you met her. She came and napped at your shop. <laughs> she's snoring when we were doing our stuff. Yeah. We- we're not that interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I'm interesting. I think what we're saying is interesting, but she obviously did not mm. straight up, straight up uh, snoring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: that's no joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh We got uh, uh <laughs> you're bad every day, Jay. What did he say? Look at him. That's what she was about. Target. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Jr. What's going on? What's up? What's up? We have fun here. We have fun. Uh yeah. No, that's that's what it's about. If you can't mm-hmm. have fun, and you know you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong spot, and and look, I'm drinking drinking coffee
1: on the on the podcast. How unprofessional of me, huh? Oh, I know, I
0: know. Which <laughs> should we start with the rant? Should we start? You I know, don't know, you can start however we want. All right. So but, uh, look, I, I want to. Addri- we're going to address a few things. Uh, let's let's address the fact that um, you know when we do these podcasts here, um, Joe, where are you right now? I'm in my office. Yeah. In your, which is in your home my house. Yeah. Home. I am also in my, well, I'm in, I'm in my mom's house, but, but, but you're also in my home. And, uh, you know, I, you know, sometimes Joe's daughter comes running in and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we stop what we're doing and we're like, Oh, hey, it's very cute. Very lovely. You know? And she yeah. says, hi and all that stuff is that, is that too unprofessional? I mean, you're in your home. I'm in my home. If I'm eating, I guess I guess they expect a certain
1: level of professionalism because we're presenting something here on this platform on YouTube and people are spending their time watching it so they feel like you know I don't know safe. that's what I, they I, that's that's their side okay. I think
0: that, that that I understand that I know one of the guys said uh something about uh dining table um you know Uh, He did buy our toolkit, so thank you uh, for buying the toolkit. But here's what's interesting, because the sacred dining table, man, uh, there were times when I sat there for four days straight in the same pajamas making the toolkit files, like straight up at the dining table. So I, maybe I stunk. But you know what? If it wasn't for that, because he said, you know, I have a better home theater experience now. If it wasn't for me being me and me doing me, this wouldn't have been there. yeah. If it wasn't for Joe commenting on my CD of video, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, I I, I think it's a, a matter of, like, you need to understand, like, yeah. Well, there's,
1: you know, it's there's I pros know. and cons. There's pros and cons, right? So here on this particular podcast, we're just keeping it real. We're just, just talking and hanging out every single Monday. So got to keep in mind. And some days, you know, 4 o'clock comes around here and... Maybe you haven't eaten, so if we're here for an hour or so, yeah, you can wait. You can wait for later. You know, so it's, it's it. Is what it is, and so this is not. It may not be the most professional podcast, but we we never claimed that it is. And on our own videos on our channel, we're not eating on those videos, right? So it's got to keep in mind. This is kind of like a we're just hanging out.
0: Yeah, it's essentially. I mean, you could call me the Brad Pitt of AV. You know, yeah. I'll always just be eating. I did, bring, I did just pick up some more snacks, even though I did eat beforehand. Oh um, wow! But there, there there's times there. Yeah, professional. Yeah, there's a just times that just doesn't happen. Like I can't get food. I haven't yeah. eaten all day. You know, yeah. because there's like twenty. You don't know what it's like to be a content creator. Oh uh, yeah. Or, you know, there's all kinds of stuff happening. Uh, yeah. let, alone, let alone all the personal stuff I'm going through. I'm going yeah. through with right now. There's also that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, there's so I guess, you know, they don't want to hear about that.
1: No, but you know what? I'll, I'll just say it like this. If you're somebody who doesn't like that and you don't like this style, you don't have to watch. You know what I mean? There's just tune out. I don't care. I don't care. I'm here for the people who do like what we do. I'm here for you guys, right? Yeah. You, I, you guys I, who like what we do, I'm here for you guys. And everybody else who doesn't like me, I probably don't like you either i like myself that much man and i like
0: Chana. so if you don't like what we're doing yeah yeah you know it's 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 all good it's all good it's all good you know people are are used to different things and uh uh scruff says he looks like brad pitt from 12 monkeys (laughs) that's funny he was all weird looking in that one i wonder if he was eating in that movie i forget i'm not sure um yeah so anyway uh what
1: do we have here let's see fresh hater
0: Jay hating on the haters yeah exactly uh, yeah, man. um bodie in the house my lines are in the nfc championship game not sure if they can beat the 49ers yeah see we got football talk we got people from michigan chiming in <laughs> victor says all good my kids do the same stuff yeah. uh two voice of reason it let's address the fact that it'll be two weeks before another subwoofer saturday workout so i did i i I hadn't dj'd i hadn't done a dj stream in a while so i started off with uh three hours and i ended up djing for six hours on saturday so yeah it was pretty it was pretty awesome true voice of reason was there i think he he left and then came back and was like you're still here uh what did you, you during those six hours did I eat? No, actually I drank. I went through a bottle of red wine in that six hours. Oh wow.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. So I guess that's professional. Yes. Yes. Well, it's a DJ, it's a party stream, you know. Um, and if uh, uh TV slash techno dad five five, if you guys want to uh, uh follow me on Twitch, won't cost you anything. And then um you can stream it. The, the, the session into your you know into your you know uh, apple tv or whatever go right into your avr upmix that into oro 3d and just party out you know and <laughs> hey, we have we, we have a super chat from bodhi
1: so i think it's a good idea to to address the super chats as they come in. You know what I mean? Like if we're in the middle of something, maybe finish that and then address the super chats right away, just because they deserve it. Right. So thank you, Bodhi. He's also uh, part of the daily hi-fi crew. So he didn't have to do this. He's already, you already, know, yeah. we, we already talk in the after show, but thank you for the support. Um, he asks, will having speakers behind an acoustic acoustically transparent screen pose a challenge or make it a bit difficult to measure with magic bean software? And the answer to that is, I don't know that it makes it difficult, but you may find some interesting things, you know? So uh, when something's behind an acoustic transparent screen, typically what happens is it reduces the higher frequencies. I mean, that's normal. The higher frequencies can't get through the screen as easily as, you know, uh, mid-range and the bass and, and all that. But what I found that's interesting is, you know, what you'd probably want to do is kind of raise that level back up, right? You want to make it more, uh, more neutral. So if it's reducing the trouble, well, if you don't do anything and you're sitting at your main listening position, you're going to get less trouble than if you didn't have that speaker behind that screen. Um, the other thing that's interesting though is you may not exactly notice that when you're measuring you know, from certain distances, like near field, you may not see that as well as if you back up. The other thing that I noticed is I've done some of the calibrations with a, a speaker behind an, an AT screen. And what ends up happening that seems kind of counterintuitive is if you measure close, you may not see some of those higher frequencies, but you will see them as you back up. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what that's caused by. And I think what is happening is some of those higher frequencies are actually bouncing around behind the screen and coming out in a wider pattern. So as you get further, you may actually get some of the higher frequencies coming back out. They're not fully absorbed, right? You would expect them to be kind of fully absorbed, but some gets out and you may notice that you actually get a little bit more trouble as you back, back up, but it's not coming in the same direction, you know, as it was near field it's kind of like bouncing around i think and some of it comes out now i don't know i'd have to test more speakers and see if that's exactly what's happening that is what happened with uh with my home theater setup i thought that was kind of interesting um but yeah i don't think it makes it more or less difficult it's just that the results are interesting All right they what um finder is a little bit different because of the
0: True voice. Is there a uh, is there like a normal attenuation of a screen? Is there a normal attenuation? Well, you want as little as possible. Yeah, that is
1: this question here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Normal. I don't know what the normal attenuation is, but typically you want it as little attenuation as possible. And I would say, if possible, maybe higher up in the frequency response. And and I think what I would probably hope for is something where the attenuation isn't, like, jagged, right? Like, if it attenuates something, have it attenuate at a constant rate so that you can boost that back up. If it's, like, doing some weird stuff and causing comb filtering, then it gets tricky. Like, how do you EQ that? Right. Right. And it's tough to tell. They don't, they don't always show that sort of stuff uh, when it comes to buying these screens. So maybe that's a test for someone to test acoustic transparent screens and see which ones... <laughs> Do better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else? Um, real quick, before I we were talking about that uh, super chat from Bodhi, I was there's somebody impersonating me. Where over email, like they're emailing a bunch of companies mm-hmm. and asking them to send them stuff, and the email is Audio at gmail.com. No so way who's doing that, man. They suck. They suck at life because it's not cool. And wow. then so companies are emailing me like, hey, so uh, you emailed and you're interested in this. So I just want to make sure it's the right email. I'm like, nope, that's not me. So wow. I had wow. to change up my, uh, uh, you know, on YouTube, my channel thing says, if you get an email from this, that's totally not me. So I already reported them, but I don't know how far that's going to go. So any companies that get an email from jointel.audio at gmail.com. Um, just respond back with a middle finger emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's the best yeah. way to do it. That person's probably getting some stuff. They're probably getting. Yeah, and these companies are like,
0: hey, they're looking at your channels thinking like, hey, we're going to have something on Joe's channel. And then all of a sudden. Hey, what's going on? Nada. Yeah, they spamming everybody. Just, I'm getting all kinds of emails
1: back. That's so anyway. Up. Yeah.
0: It's pretty I'm messed sorry. up,
1: man. <laughs> um, um, it happens. I'm not worried about it. It's the uh, internet. Here. So yeah, if if a company gets an email from them, don't send them anything. And it's kind of suspicious that they're saying, Hey, can you send this to the Ukraine? I'm like, you know, I'm not, you know where I'm at, right? In Southern California.
0: So fake Joe. Yeah. I mean, this is a thing. This is definitely a thing. Like, I even told my mom, like, hey, look. Uh, if somebody calls you pretending to be me asking for money, don't do don't send them anything, you know. Oh, or with the AI yeah, stuff, yeah, with AI, and we have you and I. you know what, we have a bunch of. I have over eight hundred videos on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've run the gamut of every word possible, <laughs> and they've got my they've got my face, you know. Um well, <laughs> just tell them. Um, just tell. Just have a like a secret
1: secret uh you know phrase that you say like i told my mom to
0: just uh, hang up and then call me oh uh-huh. <laughs> you know because then because then we'll, we, we can figure that out right away Sounds yeah, good yeah um yeah. let's see here um
1: so i have the HTP one in for review and i haven't reviewed it because my benq projector actually stopped working
0: I'm mm. Broke. I'm like, yo, what are you gonna do something with this thing? He's like, dude, I can't see anything. The projector's gone. <laughs> I can't see any. I need to be able to
1: see stuff. Um. So anyway, yeah, uh, I had an early version. They sent it out like I was probably like one of the first people they sent these things wow. out to. And a lot of times, like when they send out these early review samples, sometimes they're not like the final firmware and all that. Mm-hmm. But they were real cool. They sent me a new one. I still have to send back the old one. So they didn't ask me to send it back first. They just sent me one. And they told me basically if anybody is having an issue, let them know. Any any issues, if you have a BenQ HT4550i, let them know and they're going to take good care of you. That's what they told me. They'll send you something and, you know, make sure that you're not without a projector. So that's kind of cool. Marv says it's time to test try Epson. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I'm down to check out all the all the good stuff. So anyway, uh, HTP One, I'm excited to try that out. Actually, Magic Beans has support for HTP One already. Oh, look at that. So not that only is is it support, Wait, is it yeah, out? HTP One's out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I right. know. Yeah, so the HTP One, I'm talking about the monolith um, 16-channel processor. And so that has Dirac already. We've supported Dirac for a long time with Magic Beans. But I'm talking about the manual PEQ that you can do. We can do manual PEQ and completely bypass Dirac if you wanted to. Some people want to do that on the HTP one. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, four thousand bucks isn't that crazy? Sixteen channels has ro 3D support, which is like the combo that's hard to to get, right? Dirac mm-hmm. Live with um, I think it already co- comes with the full version of Dirac Live, the full range. And then you still have to buy um, base control. Base control.
0: Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I had to buy the XLRs for this thing. I picked it up and I was just like, I'm like, oh, this thing's light. It's, like, it's light. There's light as, as light as all, you know, it's just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, we have uh, some new stuff. Yeah. We have some new stuff for the spatial group youtube channel which we haven't put up yet we have to make some stuff but why don't you guys check it out let me put a link here oh man you guys can you bring it up
0: well what, what do you mean bring it up can you bring it up to show it uh let's see i'll post it here i don't even know oh here we go is it live or do i need to show it in no, the it's not live, but we'll we'll post it very soon Okay, hold on. I got to switch accounts. Oh, man. I can't do it on this computer. Okay. I have it on this computer.
1: So, yeah, check it out. youtube.com forward slash at spatial group. I think that you need those capitals there. Um, But, yeah, check it out because we're going to be posting some more stuff. Chana, you did the upmixed version of
0: what was that? Um, Rebel Moon. <laughs> Rebel Moon. <laughs> the, the Star Wars slash a bug's life. <laughs> God. Yeah. So we,
1: you remix that and yeah, I you remixed. have a download that people can try out on their systems. Yep. I remix the seven shootout scene. Yeah. Um, in different ways. So we used our up mixer. I remix it with my own sounds. And recently, who was it that told us about the Netflix stuff?
0: Oh, it was a HD movie, HD movie source.
1: Yeah, HD movie source, uh, yeah. shout out, and he said, "Hey, Netflix offers this uh, this thing where you can just download like the source stuff, like the source video and the the oh, ADM yeah. BWFs, which is like the. It's a, essentially it's a
0: Dolby Atmos master file.
1: So okay, so it's a master file, and so we took those and we upmixed some of their original uh, videos, and you can compare them with the actual Netflix version atmos mix. So if you have the version of Netflix with atmos, right? So that's you have to pay a little more, which I was hesitant to do for a while. I have it. But now you can compare them and see see what you think. You know, turn off your ear level speakers and compare the two and see if what's happening in the heights is impressive on the original compared to the one that we have with our special spatial group upmixer, proprietary spatial yep. upmixer. So yeah, we'll, we'll post on there on that channel and, um, yeah, you can download it. what, what how do you play those things?
0: It's going to be, um, an MP4. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lossy MP4 Atmos Dolby digital plus DD plus uh, JOC. D- D- J- if you guys really want to be technical about it, it is the codec that they use, uh, that, you know, Apple TV will send over to your, um, um, for all your spatial er, er, anything at most coming in, that this is the codex that, that's being used, and uh, you'll have to play it on a um, it'll play on a, most Blu ray players. Sorry, Panasonic owners, not for you. Um, I think a Roku Ultra, I have one here with a USB port, it'll play on that. Mm-hmm. Um, a, any kind of media player like a NVIDIA Shield with Plex or um, Zipidi, Revolution. Uh, Dune. What are what are all the other ones? I don't know. Anyway, it's an MP4 that has Atmos. Uh, you'll have to download it, but make sure to follow the Spatial Group YouTube channel so you guys know when that video gets released, and then the link will be in that um, YouTube video. So there, there's there's some cool stuff. I mean, some one of them was kind of weird. One of them, the the animated one, was really cool. That one yeah. sounded crazy, right? That one was awesome. So. The animated one's pretty awesome. Uh, the one with the what was it called? The Meridian. Meridian, like the cops and stuff mm. like that. It's kind of it was okay.
1: Yeah, it was whatever. I just picked one to to upmix. So yeah, this is that uh that animated one. Kind of looks
0: crazy. Dude, the anime. Oh, you got it. Oh yeah, look at that. Boom. There's all yeah. this stuff going on. Yeah, no, it's it, that that one's pretty dope. That one's pretty dope. Maybe, you know what? Um, for those of you in the, uh, the mm. facial audio calibration toolkits, uh, what is it called? Our Discord group. Discord. We'll, we'll post those in the Discord first. Okay. So you guys get the... Um... And Mike, I know, Mike. I know. You can't do that. I, I answered you in Discord. You can't. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, uh, so... Here's a, a TV mic. You might be able to plug it into a TV and e-arc it or arc it over. Hmm. To VR. Try that. If you I'll have, projects, it, I don't know. Or, or
1: install Plex if you have some kind of Android-based something, because yeah, Plex can know. play play that, and you can you can run a Plex server on your computer. So you just install Plex server, you know, tell it where to find all the files. So you have to be a little bit, you know, computer savvy.
0: Hold on. Let's just jump into this one. MJ three right. says, what up, fellas. I'm checking in from Detroit, Michigan. It's been a few months since I checked you guys out. I hope it's all is all as well. Thank you so much for What's spending your time with us. Um, and how are you doing? How, how's Detroit? MJ three. MJ three. Yes. You know, yes. In place to be giddy up. All right. Wow. Well, another one, uh, here, Chris, right? Good evening, gentlemen. Do you see AI being used for speakers and AVRs in the future? Or are they already doing this to calibrate rooms or to customize speakers for room acoustics? All right.
1: So, Chris Contreras, AI. AI, I mean, some of these, some companies just use that term on everything, <laughs> which is basically like you're taking a big data set and you're trying to make your best guess based on, like, all the data that you have. Right? Right. Right. Uh, the problem is it's all it's kind of like an average right so i don't know that it's useful so if you wanted to calibrate a room what magic beans does is it actually just figures out what your room is specifically you don't want one that's kind of like based on other people's rooms like i guess that's better than nothing to take an average of like what is everybody's rooms doing it's i guess but it's not that hard to just find out what it should be for your specific room. You may have an edge case scenario and you don't want an average where it's incorporating uh you know people with an acoustic transparent screen if you don't have one. Right? You want it to be specific to your situation. You spend all this money, right? You want to make sure that your system sounds as good as possible for your particular situation, not not, not something that you're kind of guessing at. AI is good at uh kind of guessing and putting things together. I think it's sounding official (laughs) Yeah, and sounding official. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, Uh, I don't think it's useful for that
0: particular use case. Maybe not yet. Maybe, you know, a few years down the road, Jr. I don't get why AVR and processor manufacturers don't incorporate a bigger front display panel on their products. Too much real estate is wasted in my opinion. Yeah. I have this one. I have the NAB T778 has this, Nice
1: display in the front. I think it looks cool. And it's touchscreen, so you can actually go through the menus. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of handy. Like if you're, uh, you know, somebody's watching something and you want to change a setting and you don't want to, like, bring up the on-screen menu. Yeah. Kinda handy for that sort of thing. And it looks cool when you're, uh, you know, playing music through it. You can choose, like, view meters. So this one actually does have a pretty big screen. Um, I think... Yeah, if you're gonna spend this type of money, it should have. It should look kind of like cool, I guess. You know what I mean? Then <laughs> the Morant stuff has looked yeah. the same for a very long time.
0: So yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at Morant's, what do we got? Like, yeah. this what. That's all you all got. Right. That's all you got. The porthole. I hate that porthole design. I mean, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. And whoever else has rents that's hanging out in here yeah i just it's uh i, I understand your frustration jr especially with something that's like four thousand dollars three thousand dollars you know like i want a bigger screen i can see my denon front screen uh from here and i'm at a pretty steep angle um but i can see it says pc and it says stereo you know for sure
1: um, you know what they're going to sell a, a ton more if the newer version came out and had a nice display touchscreen. You know, OLED on the front, like party a Denon with a new
0: thing. Huh? party in the back, OLED in front, party in the back. What is this? Right?
1: <laughs> I got to uh, bring this one up just as an example of what a new AVR should probably look
0: like, right? Oh, it should oh. look like the Hi Fi Rose thing. Like what? The Hi Fi Rose that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look dude i have one of these i haven't unboxed it yet because Bro, it was- that's how it should look yeah oh dang look at everything
1: that. has a screen and you know what come on are these are screens really expensive now i don't think so look at that that 150 is look man, at I that can't. the whole thing right <laughs> i, I, I still want i still want volume yes oh, a, at least a volume knob yeah and power button volume don't take power. everything out
0: Maybe a selector, maybe a selector knob. Yeah, selector. Weird. You don't need to be giant, like this giant, massive thing. You uh-huh. know, like it could be a small knob. And make it metal. Yeah. Like I,
1: if it's notched. Dude. Yeah. Like, make like it metal it. and make it something that if you drop it, like it makes a loud sound type of metal. <laughs> <That> <laughs> don't make it like coated like plastic <laughs> with a little
0: bit metal, you know. No, no.
1: Yeah, Solid see. metal.
0: Jed brings up a great point. I never used any buttons on the front of my AVR. Yeah, like I like I barely put the flap down on the Denon to like do what I'm using the remote, man. What, what's going on? But the, but the touch screen when it's a sexy touch screen like that though, I use it. Yeah, it makes, it makes you want to use it. You know, I'm looking at it right.
1: You know, um, you know, I'm kind of curious how many people use the headphone jack on the front. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Headphone No, jack? you're laughing. It's something. I have in a while. Well, there's always a headphone jack on the front of the AVR, right? Yeah. I, I remember on the old school receivers, you may actually use the headphone jack, right? Yeah. You're going to plug it in, your your cassette or turntable's right there. So you may just sit and listen that way. But uh, I don't know how many people still do that.
0: Yeah. Um, got some you know fancy headphones you want you want to get it to this big starred one from 406 go for it all right here we go uk spawn question when we say the phase is inverted around the port tuning frequency of a sub is that caused by the port itself or is it in the crossover de- design or something else
1: uh, i think it's just the nature of the port you know if you think about, like, what's actually happening, speaker goes in, air goes out, right? That uh, A port and a passive radiator are pretty much the same thing. They're tuned to a certain frequency, and they play sounds generally, you know, from that frequency and below. And um, so you can think of a port as an, like a, I don't know how you want to call it. It's just kind of like a what a passive radiator, radiator does. Yeah. And so if you've ever seen a passive radiator, you push push in on the woofer, the radiator goes out. It's hard to say radiate, radiator. 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 You you, you push in on the on the passive and the
0: woofer comes out. So they, they come out in opposite ways. So, same thing happens with the port, right? It's actually but, but the port is meaning it's uh, the, the other one's sealed, right? The the only way that yeah. the what do you call it, the radiator. yeah Yeah, i can't even think of the word Uh, that that's a sealed enclosure the ported enclosure is a ported enclosure meaning there's air they they do the same thing they call it like you can think of the port as an air spring
1: you know air spring okay so basically they are out of phase luckily you don't get cancellation because the port is tuned at a frequency that the woofer is not actually playing but typically is it is out of phase just because of what i'm saying you push in air comes out right at kind of like the opposite time. I don't know about opposite. And I, I wanna I don't wanna be like, don't take this on a technical, you know, I'm just trying to simplify it. <laughs> but um, you know, there are ways around that. Like there are there are cabinets where there are like transmission lines where the port is super long, right? So that what comes out is in phase, you know, but that's that's requiring the the air to go real far. So you know, there's. I think that's that should answer the question. It's not be, based on the crossover. It's based on like the nature the nature of the thing. thing. I, I think. Uh, yeah. Somebody connect, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, Joe. But I'm not going to correct. I you. I do have the sprinkling on design, the speaker design cookbook. Speaker design cookbook. Yeah, loud loudspeaker design cookbook. Let me show you this. I had this as one of the things I wanted to talk about. Okay. I just bought this book. Uh, just because I've heard a lot of good things, it is. It's expensive. Look, it paid hardcover, one hundred twenty-four bucks for this oh, yeah, you're, you're for textbook. It is. It does look like a textbook, but um, you know, this is something a lot of people recommend, and so I'm hoping to learn some stuff from this. I bought this eighth edition. The the seventh edition is much less expensive, but this one claims to have something about. Um, DSP mm-hmm. so I was interested right I'm that's that's what I do DSP stuff so I wanted to see if they had something there that was you know something I've never heard before and unfortunately it, it really wasn't you know it's all stuff kind of know like use REW this is what Dirac does this is what Odyssey does kind of an, an overview but nothing there that I thought was uh, something I've never heard of before You know, I could probably look online and find out about that. But when it comes to loudspeaker design and the question that was just asked, I think they're going to go into great detail about, you know, how that all works. And I think that's helpful for someone who does review speakers like myself. So anyway, uh, 99 bucks, still expensive. But let me show you guys something. If you're interested in this. If you go to. You have a coupon. code, Yeah. So for that particular website here. You see this ccwebshop.com it says discount code VDC20. So I saw this on Audio Science Review and that code still works. I had a VDC20. Zoom so yeah, I think it came out to 70 something bucks which is, you know, not bad. Yeah, not bad for a bunch of uh,
0: information the ninth edition will have AI, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, goodness, goodness. Uh, mm-hmm. Donna, how did the SVS Ultra Elevation speakers sound? You want the truth? I don't know if you can handle the truth. Um, no, they sounded like speakers. <laughs> It was, it was very hard to, I was able to finagle them to, they're always nice. The Larry is always nice. Nick is always nice. I, I roll in with my thumb drive filled with Atmos mixes and I get to play some. And, uh, it was funny because I was playing it. And my brother and I were listening to it and we were sitting in the sweet spot and then Nick comes running and he's like, is this your new one? I uh, it was, it was so cool, man. He was so excited to, to hear, uh, my new Atmos mix, um, At the end of the day, like it's hard to tell in like critically listening to speakers in that kind of environment is very hard to tell. If anybody said, Oh, the SVS new SVS speaker sounded amazing, yeah, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't bet on that. Uh, Just mainly because there's so much uh, noise pollution bleeding from so many other uh, booths around them, they don't even have a, a roof on their booth. So it's just yeah. four walls. So it's it's just to you know it was you know it, you're going if you're going to the Florida Audio Show or Expona, you'll probably get a better representation, better demo than what I got at CES, due to the fact that it's just it's just bonkers loud and it's huge, it's huge, and it opens up to this convention center, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I I would imagine they sound like um, SVS High Channel. It's just bigger. You know, I don't know if people need something ginormous like the ones that you have, Joe. Those um Erendels. Yeah. Those things are like the size of my head. Like, like that's unless it's for a giant room that I mm-hmm. think for a bigger room. I can I can see that. But uh, yeah, they sounded normal. Nothing crazy. Um anybody have experience with stark subwoofers? I do not.
1: Nope. Yeah, that was an
0: easy one. Um,
1: here, I want to show this. Okay. So I like to listen to the podcast audio unleashed. I've mentioned them several times, Brent Butterworth and Dennis Berger. It's like one of the only ones that I listen to because I respect those guys and they speak the truth. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't care. Like I want to hear from people who are kind of like us. I don't I don't care. Like I'm not kissing anybody's butt. You know what I mean? You just keep it real about what's good, what's not so good. You know, opinions, of course. So you know, hopefully backed by some kind of objective data of some sort. But um, you know, they just keep it real. Um, uh, you know, other other guys on YouTube are they're just they're doing the YouTube thing, right? Well, I'm not hating on them. That's that's what YouTube wants, right? At the end of the day, for a lot of these guys, like you have to understand that YouTube is the their boss right the algorithm is their boss the algorithm tells them what to make
0: mm-hmm. and if you don't do what the boss says you're going know, to get punished you get punished yeah, yeah. which means your every one of your speaker review videos has to have the word best in the title <laughs> right it's the best bookshelf yeah so something to keep in mind best you know hour for home theater blah blah blah
1: something to keep in mind when you're watching other reviewers is just that um you know, the, YouTube's YouTube's boss is the advertiser, right? So, whatever is good for the advertiser is what they want to serve you, right? And so, if people are making videos that are good for advertisers, then that's what's going to get served to you. Mm-hmm. And not, not that that necessarily is bad. Like, So, people who review lots of products, they're probably going to be higher up because YouTube likes that. You know, keep you in the buying mood, right? Yeah. Always something new you know, kind of not necessarily that they have to keep it always positive. They can still be real, but like frequent reviews. And that's just not what I do. Like, it's not what I do. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm kind of my own boss, right? I review things that I think are interesting. It's, you know, stuff like that. And we have products and and other stuff that we're kind of busy with. So I don't think I'm a great YouTuber per se. You know, I'm not doing the, the job of a YouTuber anyway um that leads me back to audio unleashed they're kind of oh, they they're I, just they just they're just doing what they like to do talking it. about stuff they want to talk about and whatever yeah anyway they were talking about this uh whim whim amp whim yeah dude Uh-oh. and i was interested this thing looks cool
0: what is it a little tiny thing there
1: yeah look at this um like a mac mini with a on it this is what I've been asking for for the longest time from all these companies. I asked NAD for it, but they they had one, but it was like eight hundred bucks—too much, all right? How much? So is it's it? a little amp, right? It's a that allows you to stream. Look at let's just look at the back. That'll tell you what you need yeah. to know. Yeah, let's get around so to that control, of course, right? So you can stream to it, but look, okay. HDMI ARC. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. So it's an app also, so you can power your speakers. Right. It has DSP, so 10 band graphic EQ or 4 band parametric EQ. That's okay. pretty cool. Look at it, it has actual bass management where you can actually change the subwoofer crossover. Huh.
0: And the right? level. Okay. What
1: a else? Remote. Um, Look at this kind of deck. What kind of deck is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: like, I like that, that music playing right now? <laughs> Look, it's small. Um I think it's like something like 50-60 watts per channel, so nothing crazy. All right? You've still not told me the price yet. Under 300 bucks. 299? Under yeah, under 300 bucks on Amazon. You can buy it right now on Amazon. Has Wi-Fi. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Can
0: see it's too Bluetooth.
1: small. Bluetooth. Oh yeah, this is pretty small. AirPlay 2, Chromecast, Spotify Connect, Tidal Connect. So it's basically kind of like um what do you call it? What is that? Uh, Sonos amp that they've had for a long time, but way less expensive. And, and it, it looks cool, man. You just put in your own speakers, right? Aluminum. This is what's up. So anyway, I think that's super cool for somebody who just wants to connect their bookshelf speakers to a TV, HD by Arc, right? You don't even have to use the remote. Just use a TV remote.
0: And uh, yeah, like, I think uh, that thing is super cool. Randy, the cheap audio man, loves it apparently. And uh look at this; it's it's got a wife acceptance factor.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I don't know that I want to review it. I don't like to review apps so much because it's either it works or doesn't. And if it's noisy, I hate it.
0: If it's not yeah, noisy, I'm cool well, with you it. You're like, well, the amp is amping, so it's yeah, amping. Maybe <laughs> that's all it needs to do, right?
1: I'm impressed with the features, though. You know, the fact that it has. All these things
0: amplifier, it's cool looking. Looks like a little Mac Mini, yeah. The Mac Mini with a little oh, speaking yeah. which I have. I, I was trying to edit my video, but I got back from that wedding last night. I was like, ah, I'm going to sleep. Uh, the the butt kicker uh video, you know, it uh-huh. looks like a Mac Mini that just that you see. Oh, yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Um, I almost uh, I'm almost done with that. I still, man, I still have so much CES footage. It's like, ugh, mm. never ending. And then we're going to Nam on Thursday. Uh, I'm also DJing on Thursday, so if anybody's in that downtown LA area, I'll be posting flyers on my Are you excited for Nam or no? Yeah, actually, uh, uh, Odyssey has some new headphones, new mixing headphones like these Manny Machines, the 500s, which are 1,700 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a budget version that they're debuting at NAMM, which is like three hundred. So I'll be interested to try that out. The their marketing person said, uh, "If we're going to NAMM, come by the booth." And um, uh, yeah, I'm excited to go see all the cool stuff for Dolby Atmos uh, creation, mixing. There's a lot of there's a lot of new apps and because you're, oh, like you're a content amazing. creator, uh, uh, a Dolby Atmos content creator. Isn't that what it says on my Instagram? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think some people get get my because it says Dolby Atmos creator on it. They're like, just oh, this guy did come up with it. No, that's not. No, let's. I'm
1: excited to see this. We have an appointment with Cali uh, Audio.
0: I still have got... an email, so I hope you got an email. Maybe just walk. I over. We forwarded it to you. Anyway, don't worry about it. We got an appointment with them. Okay. We just walk in there and be. I like, just make yeah. a call real quick and yeah. <laughs> <We'll> say- <laughs> we <can> talk- Sometimes <laughs> these guys are in meetings because you know that's that's what they're there to do. They're they're there to you know, wheel and deal on a large scale.
1: But we got Joe tell and Techno Dad, very important people. Right, that's right. You yeah. know what I mean. Up We're there. here to try to talk about their stuff. Yeah, exactly. So.
0: Yeah.
1: uh yeah. They have these little. They call it LPUNF. So I've always liked their LP6V2s. Mm -hmm. excellent affordable studio monitors yeah i mean forget studio monitors just for like computers you know for your computer i think it's going to sound awesome but they were big they're they're big speakers to have on your desk so these are much smaller and yeah they're using a lot of dsp to make these have some actual bass 39 hertz that's about the same as the bigger lp6 v2s i think they're rated also at 37, 39 ish, 160 Watts, Yo, dude. you know? So they're doing their thing in a much smaller package here. Okay. So technology, USB-C, mm-hmm. Bluetooth. So it's pretty cool. Um, they're going to have this over there, 40 Watts channel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So 39 Hertz at minus 10 DB 54 Hertz. Okay. I thought when you said 39, I was like, oh, damn. But they're cute little speakers, right? What's the yeah. driver size on this? It says uh four and a quarter,
0: five and a quarter. I don't know. What there. does it say? No, it doesn't say. Hello. Doesn't say. Uh, what? 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 Crossover one inch. There, go what up. It? Four and a half. There. Four and a half inch. So,
1: yeah, I'm excited to hear and and check that out. What else do we got here? Um. Mm. Oh, this is a. I have I have a question for you. So this is also from the Audio Unleashed podcast. They said what you know they're talking about their top predictions in audio and video for twenty twenty four. You have any predictions? What do you think is going to happen in twenty twenty four in the in the world of audio and video?
0: I predict that all these companies will come out with new shit that you don't need to buy. <laughs> uh, yeah um, i you know denon finally released their x6800h for what 33 3400 uh essentially the same thing as last year's avrs just with uh you know 13 channels of processing um as far as speakers i mean i you know I'm I'm excited to hear what the SVS new new SVS line sounds like, those towers. Mm. Other than that, like I, you know, unless there's going to be some sort of huge change in audio codecs or a new one or something like that, I don't really see a whole lot of new stuff happening. I see I I predict more of the same. I predict more of the same. Okay. Somebody I would said say, they're all gonna use AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: AI. I would say that definitely there are gonna be people copying this uh WIM amp thing. It sounds like Winamp. Remember Winamp? Uh I think they're gonna be copying that, which it makes total sense. I always said if you can have HDMI arc and all these channels in a soundbar, why can't you have that in a preamp or you know a small class D amplifier? That where you can plug in your own speakers. It doesn't make sense why they don't already have that. So this is a two-channel version. I would love to see, you know, 7.1.4, you know, 11, 11 channels would be kind of cool. Just the same idea, though. Mm-hmm. HDMI ARC. I'd love to see that. I don't think it's going to happen this year, right? But I think you're going to start seeing a lot of these two-channel ones, most likely. Um, what else we got? Prediction 2024. Magic beans gonna blow up. Yep. It's gonna make yep. you too. They, here's what's gonna happen with magic beans. They're gonna say, Damn, he was right. This thing, this thing is correct. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's not like, oh yeah, it sounds good. No, that's it does it the right way. You know? I think uh it's gonna be a big year for Magic Beans. And so, yeah. We're we're working actually also on um I want to get it working on some JL audio stuff. You know, they have stuff for car audio and they do all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. They have a software called tune and I would like for it to work on there. That might be interesting also. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're working, we're working and it's so close. It's all on me actually. Cause I have to put it on the app store and we have to make, make sure the website's all ready to go. So it's all on me. There's there's no excuse actually. Yeah. It's just all on me. And I'm not, you know, it's my baby. So I'm afraid to uh just put it out there if it's not like up to my standard, right? Yeah. It's like you know, they always say perfection is the enemy of like good enough kind of thing. thing or other, yeah. But oh, that's true. What is it?
0: I don't know. All right, yeah, keep going.
1: Yeah, but that that is true, but there's also some truth to the fact that. There, You only get one chance to make a first impression, right? Mm. So I don't want to be like these TV companies that come out, stuff is broken. Yeah, I'm going to fix it later. Don't worry. I promise. I'm, we're going to fix it. We're working on it. No. No. I want it to come out and people be like, damn, sounds awesome. This works. My system sounds great. That's what I want. So that's the reason, you know, I want to make a good first impression because I'm sure People are gonna be reviewing it. Yep. So it needs to work. It needs and to work. That's my prediction. What else we got? Um, how about this? What are you, some of your favorite products from 2023? Now that we're in the new
0: year, do you remember what you reviewed and what you like? I, I haven't reviewed it, but the Hi-Fi Rose 150B, I think, or S hi-fi rose 150 that's one sexy thing i it's mm-hmm. it's over here i gotta i gotta i gotta unbox it i just been so busy with the uh with the ma- making magic beans videos and 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 of course uh ces and um hopefully i'll get into that in the beginning of february because i want to use it essentially but i can't unbox it with that i can't use it without shooting. you want it you want in the new place huh what's up in the yeah, morning, in in the a new spot, new place. Yeah, but you know, it's gonna just have to. We're just gonna have to wait on the new spot. Uh right. In twenty twenty four, I know. You know, there's gonna be a lot, a lot happening here in in Los Angeles uh, area because you know, uh, me and the mad scientists over there got something cooking. Yeah, so, you know, we got our we got our beakers out and we're mixing things up, and yeah. it's gonna right. Be-
1: I just want to give a quick shout out to okay. to uh, Scott and Chris Wyndham. They're part of the Daily Hi Fi crew. You notice a little logo next to their name, the Hi Fi hey, logo. Yeah, Ike, Ike, Ike's in here too. He's got Ike's in here. What's up, Ike? Billy. Hey, Hard to keep be. up with this and all. Who else? Yeah, we got to. If you see that next to their name, you're hey, yeah, part, yeah. part of the Daily Hi Fi crew. And you could be part of the crew also, crew.dailyhifi.com, in case you don't already know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so favorite products, you know what I realized? I didn't review very many products Yeah. and we've just been busy making products. Yeah. So
0: making products, you know,
1: um, but sense. one of my favorite products that I reviewed recently was just that Canto Aura, this thing, a little tiny desktop speaker. Oh, that thing. 350 bucks. And it sounds really good. So I think this is going to compete with that. Cali
0: Audio One, surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly. small
1: speaker with like surprising bass. Look at how tiny they are.
0: Yeah, they're That's small. Perfect. They are very, very small. I was so surprised.
1: That's um, what you want for a desk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to me just because I think people can get really good sound, and people are at their computers, right? So if you ha- you're near your computer, you're playing some music, and it sounds really good, then I think it might get you into audio. Right. Yeah. These are 350 bucks so they're a little more expensive but I was really impressed with those. Um what else? The Speedwoofer 12S which Aaron just reviewed, the subwoofer. Yeah. I was impressed with those. I I tend to go more towards like high value stuff where it's lower cost but ton of value. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those products the Speedwoofer 12S. Um what else? The uh BenQ HT4550 the projector that I'm currently using that I had a problem with, <laughs> <but> it, <laughs> <Yeah. broke. laughs> yeah. it, it looks awesome. I think it looks really good. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, colors, the, all the features, oh, it just looks man. really great. Colors look good, bro. Of course, yeah. the black levels aren't the craziest, but dude, I'm very happy with that projector when it's working. If you have
0: more, <laughs> um, time then, it works every time.
1: Yes, and then what? One thing that's not even audio video related necessarily is just this, this thing, this thing. Oh, dude, DJI that's... Pocket Three, oh, yeah. so good. That thing, so I got one of those things. Yes. With the the little DJI, No mic. microphone, yeah, yeah. So,
0: uh, how about this? What's what was your least favorite product? Dude, I'm I'm looking at my channel right now, and I'm like, yeah. I didn't, I I don't think I reviewed a whole lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> you didn't review anything.
0: Uh, let's see. From CES last year, I the Odyssey headphones, which I like, I like, I love these guys. Um, but you know, seventeen hundred dollars is pretty rough for. A, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're studio headphones. Uh, okay. The Lance AV10. Um, it works. What's your well, so, so the, there's nothing that you like really didn't like very much. Um, I mean, and then I made a bunch of videos on how to use the spatial audio calibration toolkit. Then, uh, oh here, do you want to? I'm I didn't even think about it. Let's just show everybody. Okay. Ah, now all right, everybody. No. I got it. Oh gotta, man, that's a, it's a old video. All right, so here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Yeah, so start from CES eleven months ago. Um. Yeah, not not a whole lot of front wide speaker, front wide speakers. Menu walk through the Denon, you know, AV10. It's cool. You know, I, I I got a little drone. Uh, my NAS video. Uh, oh yeah, I was shopping for a new subwoofer, and that all kind of like fell apart when I had to move. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. The Magnetar, I had to leave that, uh, mm-hmm. and then, and then we get into Audio Advice Live stuff. Um, and then here you guys know talking talk about my divorce and having to move, and then it's just yeah, I, I don't really so there's nothing you didn't like, huh? I mean, I like the fact that these these uh monolith speakers were awesome, yeah. Um for the price, the price I got them at. Um, what did I not like? Did I not like anything? You know, um these uh Sonos Faber Stradivari G2 had way more bass than those new ones that I just listened to it. It's, oh. Uh, yeah. Other than okay. that, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't like that uh, Morantz has uh, 17 channels of processing and then their amp only has 16 <laughs> amp channels. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty, that seems like a big missed opportunity there to make it a complete setup. Uh, the Nakamichi Dragon, Nakamichi contacted me saying, uh, in December, asking where they should send it. I said, well, hold on. I don't have a place to put it. So, mm. Hopefully you know once uh, we get that spot, then that'll 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 come through. Um, other than that, you know, what other products? Oh, my speaker on a stick is fantastic. Uh, you know uh, and everything
1: it's tough. It. It's tough because like I like we were saying earlier, I don't care to upload like a ton of videos. I'm just kind of reviewing stuff that's interesting. So if something doesn't sound interesting to me already, you know i just don't ask for it you know i did review this uh mono price hdmi 7.1 audio extractor so i have a deal with mono price that they they pay me and i review something of theirs every month right but the deal is i get to say whatever i want about it so this is one of those cases they sent me this hdmi 7.1 extractor and i thought it would be cool just cuz like there are more like class d amps that are you know, five channel, four channel, stuff like that. So I thought, man, that would be cool if you could just use this 7.1 extractor, use a cheap Class D amp, and then you kind of have like a little mini AVR setup. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out like that. <laughs> well, here, because, uh, yeah, it's not. It doesn't decode anything, right? So yeah. if the thing's not in 7.1, you're not gonna get 7.1. So it's it's kind of my fault that my expectations were that. Oh, you could totally use this as a, you know, cheap AVR replacement and didn't
0: happen. It does what it's supposed to do, uh-huh. but yeah, just kind of disappointed. Can you see this in the in the thing? What is that in the background? What do you see there? Uh, it's A speaker, speaker on a stick. <laughs> so I was this DJ and uh, so I forget, maybe True Voice of Reason, it was you. I'm not sure, but somebody's like, hey, I see the speaker on a stick in the background. Yeah, man, I'm not playing. Like it's there. They're, they're up. They're up. All four of them are up. I haven't put them down. They haven't fallen over. Like, all all the things people were laughing about, these things actually work. <laughs> yep. Silly nonsense works.
1: Hey, we I, we got to make that video where we go and test out six height channels. Six versus four. Okay. One of these days.
0: Yeah. It's, Maybe like, after NAMM sometime. I don't have, like, room here really for that. But we can figure something out. It's for the people. For the it's for you guys It's for the people all right let's get into some more of these questions uh uh was there any new projectors introduced at ces yes there were a whole ton from a bunch of different manufacturers uh like a wall had some hisense had some but those are all those are like usts if you're talking about projector projectors regular throw projectors for a home theater nothing that i saw or heard of um so yeah there's that. Um, can you explain the difference between Odyssey distance settings versus Dirac distance settings? Why did Dirac put subwoofer delay on zero milliseconds while speakers have a distance set more than the physical distance? That's easy. I think that's. That I mean, I think I. I don't know. I'm just thinking it's a reference, right? If they're they're doing the subwoofer first, and then they're adding more distance to, they're adding more delay to the main speakers to. To time time alignment with the subs sounds that's yeah I mean. well
1: the subs are typically the things that have the most delay because right. subs typically have DSP if you have a decent sub it probably has some DSP in there and the DSP adds delay so that is the reference right you can you have to use the slowest you know time wise um, so why not speaker. make it a sub right might not so that's it. zero milliseconds you can't do negative milliseconds right no. So if that's zero, then everything can you can add delay to everything else so that it matches the delay of the sub. Right? It works that way. So I think uh Odyssey does the same thing, you know. So mm. the distance uh that they set for the sub is further. So I think the main difference is Odyssey goes based on distance, whereas Dirac goes based on time, milliseconds, right. but they're interchangeable. Yeah. Right. You can use one or the other. So by setting something further in Odyssey, right? It's further than the actual physical location. So if you have a sub with DSP, if you notice, let's say if it's 10 feet away, it's not going to say 10 feet. It's going to say 15 feet or you know, something further. And that's the same as delaying the other speakers more. Yeah. Right. Just same, same thing, two different ways to
0: do it what else uh 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 uh, here here's the easy quick one personal one question for you both what was your first pair of speakers brand and model all right go ahead i I pulled them up on here already do you remember of course they're the jbl 4208 here they are
1: yeah you got some nice ones already
0: that was your first first ones yeah, well, this is the first system put together. This was like uh, middle, uh, yeah. This was my my first ones. O- otherwise, it'd be like you know whatever my dad had going on. You never had an Iowa stereo or like Sony look no, Sony no stereo. No. Baller. I, my dad had a Bang & Olufsen Nakamichi thing in here, bro. What are you talking about? I grew I grew up in hi fi sound. I had a. Audio file as a dad what, what what are you talking about and back then it was macintosh nakamichi and banging all of a sudden no matter what and we're talking about the um, i was six years I'm old i'm trying
1: so to find my, 80, my
0: 84 so mid 80s that's that's what it was so then this uh i got in the mid 90s when i was a teenager and we went and listened to a bunch of bunch of speakers and this is what we settled on the 4208 which were the um eight inch versions they had a uh so these were like 75 watts eight ohms and yeah this is where yeah this is it. That was that's that that's pretty nice speakers start with yeah
1: wow yeah. yeah all right so so my first speakers that i purchased were i think it was like I wanted the Sony like mini, like you know the, oh, thing yeah. the mini kid. thing when it had the CD player and all that yeah. stuff. But it was like a little bit too much, so I got one from like, I think it was like Price Club, or, you know, some some weird spot. That was like a Craig stereo. <laughs> you know, Craig, is that brand even around? Craig,
0: no, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? <laughs> no, but it sounds shady, bro. You Craig, never, you crazy. never ha- you never seen Craig, bro? No, bro, I'm looking oh, up Craig anyway. Stereo. It it sucked. Craig it sucked. products. I don't know.
1: No, I don't yeah, know.
0: No. these guys know.
1: You guys know. They know about Craig. Craig stereo. I know Craig. See, Chris Windham knows Craig. But um, and then after that, like I was like, okay, these are not so good. And I ended up getting a Kenwood mm-hmm. uh Dolby Pro Logic receiver, and I got these speakers from Circuit City here. These right here. Mine were black so i had an eight inch look at that that's a horrible design eight inch. it's like an eight inch and then oh, like this this happened. tweeter but look look at this you see these holes yeah that's for the <laughs> that's for the grill to go on right yeah but if you take off the grill and these air comes out of these what <laughs> they're not sealed
0: <laughs> like air will come out of them they're like, like little the in. In. So, what if the what if you have the grill on and some big basic comes that does it just pop the grill right off because of the air?
1: Nah, it, it was just, I think, I think you probably, probably get air leakage to come out of there, but that's, that's a speaker. That's a speaker right there. Yeah. It's wall what wall. I yeah. could afford. You know what I mean? What What, what was it tuned at? That's what was the- it tuned at? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, think, Wait, I, think right. I ended up modifying these and like putting a, a car audio tweeter. Something <laughs> I don't know, some ghetto thing that I did, but hey, it it, it is what it is. Oh, it's That's it. That's
0: it. All right, Chris. Hope you like that jaunt down memory lane. All right, Tim Todd asks floor standing speaker question. Martin Logan motion XTF two hundred versus XTF one hundred versus multi purpose use Atmos or three D stereo music TV. Okay, what are these look like? F XTF, Martin Logan FTX, one hundred. Okay, let's get this on the screen here. I don't know any of these speakers. Oh, are this this is is this a new lineup? Legendary Martin Logan sound. Look at them. They look cool. They look nice. Yeah, it's tough for me to
1: make any type of recommendation if I haven't actually. Mm Heard the speaker, tested it, or anything like that, because like all I can say is it looks cool.
0: All right. What? Okay. Here, let's uh spec list. Can you see all this? Is this showing? Okay. All right. So just based on specs, though. Okay. Frequency response: thirty-one to twenty-five k. Uh, to twenty to four fifty watts. Sensitivities, nice. Oh, four ohms. Okay. 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 Um, crossover frequency: twenty-six hundred to eighty. Okay. High frequency driver. that's That. Fold in motion tweeter, you've got six and a half inch, and then you've got three six and a half inch for the low end, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was that one. And let's go to, what was the other one? X200, right? So shop, our speakers, do, 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 do. which one is it? Oh, son of a bitch. Here, here it is. Oh, oh! I bet you these are all eight-inch woofers. I think that's what the difference is. Let's see. Oh, we're going down to twenty-seven hertz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, everything's the same there. Uh, oh no, yeah, three eight-inch woofers. So you're just it, getting more uh, low-end extension.
1: You know what's tough about these is sometimes this, you know, the different models sound different. They would, yeah. You no, know, like uh, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like not just more bass, but sometimes they just. Tonally sound different. Hmm. You wouldn't expect it to, right? Because you're like, oh, this one just has a bigger driver. But sometimes directivity is different, nice. and so it's really tough to tell unless you get somebody putting these, you know, kind of measuring. Awesome. You got to measure them, find the directivity I on like those the ones. They do look cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Here's a here's a super chat. Okay. Um, I don't know how to say your name, Bob. Bob. Bavishya, Bhavishya. Bavishya Chandra. Yes. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you. And he asks, do you still have your 778? Yes, I do. I love mine. Wondering if I should upgrade to separates with B&W 6 series or 603 5.1. Again, those aren't speakers that I've reviewed, but I would say, you know, if you love Bowers and Wilkins, you know, I don't think anybody's going to talk you out of it, but well, I'm no, sorry. no. He's, he's, oh. just, he's just saying, should he upgrade to separates? like Oh, oh, and oh, and, and, oh. Okay, so yeah. he wants, he, he has those yeah and he wants to upgrade to separate like a separate amp? Yeah, I think so. And then that's what it is. So the B Bowers and Wilkins 6 series, I guess the question would just be do you feel like it's not playing loud enough? Do you feel like uh, you're reaching the limits? Like it sounds maybe compressed or you're hearing distortion? If not,
0: I mean, you know, they aren't the easiest speakers to drive though, BMWs. So,
1: yeah, if- these are the the power on this is pretty clean though. So, I think they're using class D amps on here, so Okay. Um I like the app the amps built into this thing. I used to have mine connected to a Parasound A52 Plus. Yep. Just because it was there. Right? <laughs> Did I hear a huge difference moving the A52 Plus from the T778? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, I had the um The Elac, what is it? Uh, Unify, uh, UB5s, right? Those are really inefficient speakers. Very, very inefficient. And it's not like I heard a huge difference, but my room wasn't a huge room either. So it's all dependent on whether you feel like you're reaching the limitations. I don't know, man. I I don't know. If you're using a sub and you're not, playing them super loud, you may not be reaching the uh, limits of the amplifiers. Right. And it's tough to tell without knowing more information about the room size and how loud you want to play it. Right. Mm-hmm. I just hesitate
0: to say, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, You're going to notice a huge difference because it's, it's case it's, by case. It's more of a headroom thing. I, th- I think, you know, big dynamic shifts in your content, whether it's music or movies, mm-hmm. that's when you're, Uh, But I was going to say that's where you would notice it the most. But unless you have like a A, B and you could switch it on and off real quick, like you're it would be hard to tell. It would be hard to tell if the power amp is actually giving you a better experience. Are you are you know, are you is there a placebo effect happening? Is there? Yeah. All these things are, are factors, right? I, I know I've made plenty of videos about, yes, you should have a power amplifier because, yes, I want to make sure that I'm guaranteeing 140 watts per channel to my front stage at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's... Well, you know, a quick
1: test would be to, I assume you have a sub in a home theater situation, turn off your sub and have your crossover set the, no- the way you normally have them, let's say 80 hertz, and play some content, play it loud. Right Even louder than you'd normally play it and see if you if it sounds good. do you hear any audible distortion? right? Does it sound like it's compressing? You know Signs that your amplifier is not you know up up to snuff, up to snuff. And if if you're hearing like oh, I think I think they can sound better, oh, then okay. then take a look. Um, thanks. Scott says join us if you haven't. Yep. right 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 look at chris i just ordered the win pro
0: plus 15 off amazon deal oh sorry sorry go ahead bring that up look at that look at that you mentioned it once joe yeah
1: maybe he bought it before i mentioned it but i'm i'm curious about that thing i might i don't know i don't want to review it though yeah i just
0: want one I want one, but I don't want to review it. It's 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 like that. It's like that. Hi-Fi Rose One Fifty because it, like it's five thousand dollars. <laughs> I kind of want to buy it. I I want it. I, I, what is my review going to be? <laughs> this thing is awesome. You should get one if you could afford it. Yeah. I mean, they had they have a smaller version, the RS Two Fifty, which is twenty five hundred dollars, still very expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. But the one thing I really like about it is that it has an app called rose tube what is rose tube you may ask it's youtube on the hi-fi rose because there's a lot of things on youtube that live on youtube meaning music yeah that that is only on youtube and you can't find it anywhere else and like i know all these hi-fi guys i'm not listening to anything on youtube right because that's because that's how they talk in my mind (laughs) (laughs) uh but that, but if, if that's the only place to get that and you like that song or whatever the situation is, um, yeah you can actually play that. so you don't have to have a computer or you don't have to have your Apple TV. you can it's still in this you know media player that can play you know your kobas, your uh, you know whatever whatever title, all that stuff. but but along with that this rose tube and it also has an HDMI out. so you can connect it to a TV if you really want to. but all you need to do is just turn that on, turn on the, the receiver, and then done. You control it all through that sexy little touch screen. So I have a feeling it's going to be a very positive review because I want one of those things. You know? Yeah. So I want
1: one too, actually.
0: Yeah. I just
1: want everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, want to, I want it all just because it looks super cool. Send me one of those. I think Aaron's going to have uh, those guys send me that Wharfdale one that he really likes. Oh, yeah? Which Wharfdale? Aura two or something like that. Aura. Okay. Um. Here's a question from our our uh, daily Hi-Fi crew messenger chat. uh Oh. Yeah. So there's some weird questions in there. So what are we? Um. I'm yeah. Gonna... No, this one's pretty good. Okay. The question okay. was, what is something that you wish you knew about when you first started out in audio? Let's just say either two channel home theater. What's something you wish you knew?
0: Before he started buying all kinds of stuff. I wish I knew I shouldn't listen to any salesperson and trust my own ears. I would have saved a bunch of money.
1: Okay. Any purchasing advice, like things you would have purchased first or
0: stuff that you would have done? I, I mean, with- like it was it was with the car audio stuff. Specifically, they were like, Oh no, you need to have this electronic crossover. So then I did that, and then the cables they added those in, and then the install for that. Whereas I could have just used a passive one in the Alpine amplifier, like it was just I just i didn't know I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah, well versed in the equipment to know. And so that was an extra like 300 bucks, yeah, you know. And so well, they did get you some jail audio, so that was a good no. This was before the jails, so oh, this is like okay. before. The, then the, all that, all that happened later. Uh, uh, that was- so another super
1: chat. Thank you for your support again. Uh, he said that was a useful answer. Thank you for saving me money. I rarely play beyond 85 dB anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's really the trick. You know what I mean? Uh, and what I've done tests where I want to see how much power I'm actually drawing from the amplifiers. And I've plugged it into this thing that shows me how much power I'm drawing it's not as much as people think. Yeah. It's not. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm betting that a speaker played at loud volume is going to start compressing earlier than most AVRs that are crossed over 80 hertz. Yeah. And it depends. You know, there might be some really, really hard to drive speakers and if you have a huge room where that's not the case. But um, case by case, and hopefully that did save you money. Yeah. Spend it on something else. So back to the, the question about what's something I knew, wish I knew starting out. And I think I wish I would have known about getting a U-Mic 1 REW and being able to measure stuff and actually do a better job of calibrating. Because I bought, I think the, what was the Denon at the time? 4,000 W.
0: I don't oh,
1: know. Oh, that 4, one. 000... you I don't know. Four thousand W. I don't remember what the name was. Four no, were... thousand? Was it X four thousand? Anyway, um, I bought that, and then I'm like, oh, because it has Odyssey X thirty two, right? Yeah. So I just assumed like that's the top yeah, was, one. Was, I'm. Was, I was so pumped yeah. to get that, and like, man, it's gonna make my system sound awesome, you know? Uh, yeah. I don't think it does. I don't think it does automatically make your, all systems sound awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it makes it sound worse, right? <laughs> But that's... <laughs> well, we wouldn't know that unless like you were like... <laughs> I'm just saying, um, I would say don't rely on those things. You know, if you have a U-Mic 1, you can actually see, is this doing what it's supposed to do? Does it sound better? You know, just don't assume that everything automatic is going to make everything sound better. Right. Um, that's one thing. Maybe, maybe I would have wanted to get a mini DSP two by four HD earlier, right? If I knew how to tune subs, I know that stuff is more advanced, but trust me, it pays off to kind of learn that. So you can verify, right? You can verify whether the stuff is doing what it's supposed to do and whether it's making it sound better or worse. Um, the other thing I would say is if I were to buy speakers again, I would look at the directivity. When you see these measurements on, you know, audio science review or, or, or on Aaron's stuff, for the most part, most people are looking at the frequency response. Yeah. Right? And that's just one aspect of a speaker. Directivity is, what does it sound like once you start going around the speaker? Does it change, right, from, like, being wide to narrow to wide? Like, is it a constant, uh, uh, you know, width? You know, you want good directivity basically. And the reason being is if there are directivity mismatches, right? Where let's say this the woofer is playing wide and then it gets narrow and all this weird stuff is, is is happening, you cannot fix that with EQ. There's no EQ that can fix that issue. And a lot of it is with the cabinet design, a lot of it is where they choose to cross over, all things that are very difficult to change. But if you get a speaker with a very good directivity, most of the time, it also has good frequency response because those they whoever designed of, it probably knows to make a yeah. good response. But let's say you find a speaker that has good direct, good directivity, but a bad frequency response, and if it's cheap because maybe people say it sucks or whatever, that is an eqable speaker for the most part. You can do right? something. About it. You can yeah. do something about that, and that's one thing I would wish that other people knew is really start looking at the directivity right? Focus less on the actual frequency response, unless it's horrible, because if it's horrible, that means, like, yeah, you may be able to EQ it, but you may have to boost the treble 6 dB, in which case, like, the tweeter might not like that, you know? So it can't be horrible, Mm -hmm. but if it's a smooth directivity, that's I think maybe more important if you have an ability to DSP your system. That's it.
0: What else we got? Other super chats. Some of the answers. I wish I like this one. I wish I never watched self proclaimed audio files to do a speaker review. <laughs> good one, Marf. Good one. Uh, a couple others. Uh, no, that we already got through that. Um, general question 15 by 20 room, four 15 inch subs. Where to place without measurements? One in each corner? I guess he's that's good.
1: One. That's a good guess. guess right? The, yeah, right. If I had to guess, the, the two guesses, I always say, in the corners, because you mo- get the most, you know, uh, room game. And then whatever resonance and issues that you have, then uh, EQ, though. EQ them as a sum response. Uh, if you want to put a mid-wall, it gives you the best seat-to-seat consistency, right? Like, so if you were to be able to put all of them in the middle, which is hard if you have a TV,
0: like, yeah. You can't just put a sub in the middle. Yeah. Okay. You need to, not, you have to have a center channel too. So you gotta deal with that.
1: Yeah. So it's but basically corners are probably a good place to start. Your best bet. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about like oh pull them away from the corners. Just EQ get as much room gain and as much SPL as you can. Uh hopefully it's not shaking all kinds of crap in your room. Use some blue tech all right pin those things down but um yeah that's my recommendation
0: yeah uh oh sorry uh chuck with a super chat nine thank you, chuck. appreciate you chuck do you have a question or something yeah if you have a question we'll make sure to answer it thank okay. you again chuck. thank you we appreciate it mike jerome says will magic beans make your front speakers Oh well, maybe I gotta say this in the accent. Will magic beans make your front speakers? Why'd you say was- Mike Jerome like it was like Mike
1: Jones? Mike Jerome. <laughs> I mean, Why'd you say it like that?
0: Because I was I don't know, dude. I don't know half the things oh, I, you know, know. what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just rolling with it, man. Like shit. Uh Mike Jerome, <laughs> will magic beans make your front speakers? If one is close to a wall and the other speaker is not, will it be smart enough to make it sound the same? Yes. How do I know this? Well, this is exactly what happened here. If you watched my video on doing magic beans myself or or the one when Joe was here as well, uh, there's one I'm looking at right now. There's a speaker against the wall and then there's a speaker that's not against the wall. Essentially, you know, there's uh, three feet back on this one. That one's maybe like one foot uh, back and you can actually see the response from front left and front right. And you can tell that they're different, right? One, one has a boost. In the low end, one has a cut in the low end. So I would imagine the left is the one with the cut, and the boost is the one that's not near, near a boundary. So you don't have that boundary gain. So, yes, it is smart like that. It is AI. AI beans. Does it sound – do they sound similar? Like
1: after you do it, does it sound yeah. like, oh, man, this, these things yeah, sound all so different?
0: No, 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 no. They sound pretty cohesive. They sound yeah. – so. Um. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely is – and um, what do what do I want to say? If you have somebody who's standing closer to you, and one who's further from you, you know, same person is talking to you, and they're further away, do they still sound like the same person to you? I would say yes. Right? There's no EQ that I have to do to this person. So now you're messing. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, it, it works. Let's just say that. I don't want to go into into that because I can go into great detail about why and how and all that but not today um i got what is reverend Slim saying here he's saying i have one speaker near a doorway and one near a window and magic beans match them up pretty well in practice okay yeah uh reverend slim is one of the private beta testers so he gets a chance to check it out yeah I think that's it. We're about an hour and a half. We should probably jump into the after show and hang out with these guys. What do you say?
0: Yeah, I got something special to ch- tell Chuck. I got some pictures to show you guys about oh, the okay. hmm mm-hmm. Let's see them. So we can't talk about here. Mm, okay, so um, anything else? You want to, um, I'm, I'm, I am excited. Um, oh, here, Chuck has his question here. I have, okay, there we go. I have paradigm 100 V twos as my mains 60 V twos as my front wise room is very wide, 33 foot. Woo. In your opinion, should I tow in my mains even though I have front wise? How far back are you sitting from your front? It's 33 feet by what? Like what? I don't know. I mean, the further you sit back, the less you would want to toe in, is what I would say. Um, yeah. You know, you also have to remember that your
1: front wides aren't on all the time. So that means if you're listening to stereo content, you also want that to sound good. Nine foot um, back.
0: Nine feet back.
1: Okay. Nine feet back. I will just imagine you'd have to know what the dispersion pattern is of those speakers. So if there's some spinorama data, it'll show you like, you know, how wide uh, the dispersion pattern is, and I will just try to think about think about them as like light flashlights, right? So if it comes out and it's forty degrees, just imagine forty degrees coming out. Make sure that you're somewhere within that forty degrees, right? So if you if you're not in that that sweet spot then you may want to angle them so you are within that sweet spot. But also, if you have front wides, make sure that whatever the dispersion pattern is on those, right, is still hitting your area. So generally, you just want to be somewhere within what they call the listening window, right? So just think about it like that where there's an optimal response because as you start getting further off axis, then the higher frequencies will drop off, right? And it might not sound right. So you want to be in in the best possible location for your speakers. And if you have multiple seats, just try to think about them as light, right? You want to cover as many seats as you possibly care about. Make sure that you cover yours, of course. And that's it. Yeah. I don't think it has so much to do with whether you have front wides or not. You know, you want each speaker individually to be pointed optimally. I would say. Yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. Should we, Shall we take off now, Johnna?
0: Yeah. Yeah. My mom just got home too. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, we have, uh, let's get rid of, let's do some things here. Uh, make sure you go to the shop and pick up some merch, go to shop.dailyhifi.com. That helps out the channel. And pays for our editor, Tim, who does a fantastic job of what he does. Uh, if you like to listen to the podcast and not watch me eat on camera, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to anchor.fm slash daily hi-fi for that. And let's see. I think there is a – and then the crewdailyhi to jump into the after show, which is where Joe and I are headed right now and uh on behalf of myself and Joe and Mr. Aaron who is uh having his having a Benny Hanna moment somewhere <laughs> somewhere in Alabama uh thank you guys for hanging out uh we do this every monday 4 p.m. pacific 7 eastern it is the daily hi-fi podcast here on the daily hi-fi youtube channel if you're watching on the replay make sure to subscribe to the channel and be here for the show so you can ask questions like everybody else and uh you know have a good time because that's what we're about. We're about having fun. So yes. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Always, always fun. Yeah. See you next week, guys. See you.